The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Dornbush, and this is a very special and strange episode of Podcast Beyond, IGN's weekly PlayStation show, covering all the latest and greatest in the world of PlayStation in person. We're doing an entire show in person. The what? rest of the, I was like, is everyone going to just stay silent? I was excited. I'm leaving. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, we're doing this all in person. It's really fun. This is episode 750. We've reached that amazing three quarters of a thousand milestone. Did we actually manage to do something special for like this episode? Kind of, I feel like yeah. we always drop the ball. Yes, but I, also I the, the, ball. the bar is so low yeah. now that special for us was is just what regular used to right, be. Right. Yeah, this is what uh, we normally did two years ago. It is now special. <laughs> we showed up. Yeah, we all showed up. And yeah, for, for those listening to the audio version, we're all in the same space for this week's episode. We're all recording uh, in the IGN SF studio. Uh, it's very exciting. Of course, my name is Jonathan Norbush, if I didn't say that earlier. And I'm joined this week, going from left to right, by Brian Altano. Can I do something I haven't done in a couple of years? Go for it. Beyond! Beyond! Thank you so much, Brian. We're also joined this week by Jada Griffin. Hello, hello! Beyond 750, baby! We're also joined by Max Scoville. Hey, Beyond. Beyond. This is weird. It this is. This is so weird. I don't know what to do. What are those people in the TV down there? <laughs> those are uh, mirror Smart. versions of Where do of I ourselves? look? What do I do with my hands? I don't know what to do. We're going to spend half this episode just wondering what we do with ourselves. Yeah, this is this is deeply surreal, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah. 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 It's a treat. This is, it's super fun to all be together to do an episode together in the studio. Uh, we do actually have big PlayStation news to talk about this week because we got the PlayStation Plus uh, first part of the lineup for the new PlayStation Plus that we're going to go into. But, uh, you know, before we get into that, one, I do have some housekeeping from last week that I want to quickly go over. And then two, I want to just check in with the boys who haven't been on in a while. But before we do that, uh, Jada, obviously I asked you and, mm. and Brian and Max used to love these just so much. I asked you a trophy test Toffees? question. Toffees or coffees? Toffee. I thought you had toffees. toffees for oh, us. no, I wish I did. Wait, to- why you see said we used to love these? I don't know. Are there people that used to love toffees? And they don't anymore. Four times, you'd always bring those delicious caramels on the set. And those have them. As <laughs> that a treat. seems like a thing you build up to over time. Like the older you get, the more you're excited about toffee. By a Werther's original on set. We've all put on like five or six years in the last two. You yeah, know? That's, that's very true. fair. Uh, I am 72 now. Um, no, but Jada, I asked you a trophy test question last week about unpacking, and I, yes. I want your answer. Was the real trophy Unguard, or was it? Why can't I remember the name? Damn it, I had this all set up and then bust I got move. rid of But it was it bust a move? I don't know, it might have been. No, you're probably right. It, here we go. On guard or strike, strike a pose. pose. What was the strike a pose? Oh, baby? I actually know this one. What is it? 
Strike a pose. It's strike a pose. Yeah. It is strike a pose. You're both correct. Unfortunately, um, Kahal, a fan of the show who got it right the first week, did not get this one right, unfortunately, but thank you for writing in. Uh, but yes, you are correct. So you continue your your winning streak against Mark, who yes. isn't here to even guess. Go play that game, by the way. That game is very nice. Unpacking it's is wonderful. Amazing. Unless you just moved. Like there, yeah. I was, there was actually a bunch <laughs> so, of friends of mine that I was like, you got to play this game. And they're like, I literally just moved. And I'm like, just open up the crap in your house. <laughs> I still have boxes from my last move. So yeah, it's a mm-hmm. little like cathartic, but also scary. Uh, but yes, Jada, you continue your winning streak. Uh, we'll see if Mark can even get one right next week, but we'll find out what happens. But Mark's not coming back. He's never coming He's back. He's never coming back. Um, but before we find out if Mark comes back at some point, Brian and Max, how are you guys doing? I'm good. Um, we should say that the reason Mark can't come back is he is at Disney and um, Splash Mountain stopped at the top. And he's just and been there. He's just at the, the precipice <laughs> mm-hmm. of the waterfall. Yeah. And so we're all standing by. We're waiting. We will keep you updated on whether or not um, he makes it past uh, a Br'er Rabbit's uh, Briar Patch to the basin. But they're they changing it. So it's like half removed robots. It's like <laughs> briars there. You know, what? I think he's living his best life up there, though. Like he's just, you know, that is the best part, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. The animatronics are not working um, from the bottom up. So their legs are wiggling, <laughs> but otherwise they're perfectly still. <laughs> that is a nightmare, which Jada may have after the show. Now. I probably will. Uh, right. Lots no, of things nightmares. are good. Things are. I mean, yes, things. Things are good. <laughs> I, all things considered, we're, we're all happy, healthy. We're in our brand new studio here in San Francisco. Yes. Uh, which is awesome. The world, things are different now, obviously. Like IGN is not a building that you come into and there's like 150 people all yelling and saying, what are you playing today or what are you doing? Um, it's quieter now. And so people are, I think things are starting to get back and people are starting to get back in the office. And that's cool to see. Um, I'm trying to come in once a week, twice a week, working from home. But otherwise... Yeah, no, things things are great. I really I, I like the idea that the old doorman would be like, What are you playing when you came in the door? Just <laughs> uh, Jerry? Yeah, Jerry would ask, What yeah. are you playing? What are you buying? Yeah. Uh, but Max, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I feel like I haven't been on the show in a year. How long is it? Do you have any idea? It, it probably was last year. Yeah, at some serious? point. Yeah. Ooh, it's God. been a- Yeah, no, I've I've been good. Uh played a lot of Elden Ring. I have a child who's like more kid-like than baby-like at this point. <laughs> like she's rapidly growing, which is definitely a thing that you know, occupied a lot of my time. Luckily, I played Death Stranding, which was get good preparation for mm-hmm. raising mm-hmm. a child and yeah. going to the UPS store, you know, so there's yeah. that. But yeah, um, nothing's are good. It's it is, again, incredibly surreal to be here in person, but it's, you know, it's a good thing. I yeah. like the, felt like uh, the first day of school today, like <laughs> yeah. before I don't like school, you know, like when it's not like a chore to go there, you're just like, oh, boy, I get to see people. Yeah. I should warn you that there are uh, six bullies that live here now and they're going to kick all of our butts. Well, I hope they don't take my new backpack. They are going to put it on the flagpole because you're a big tweet. <laughs> uh, and yeah, a lot has changed. I'm actually four of those bullies. So that is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The, yeah, you have hit the gym, you know, it's, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan has made, it, made the transformation. He's in his final form. Into bully. Yeah. To bully, yes. yeah. He's uh, a super senior. Maybe it'll come to uh, the PlayStation Plus lineup. Bully. We'll find out. Uh, that was a transition. <laughs> no, before we get to that, uh, I do actually want to ask. I want to put you both on the spot because uh, Jada, Mark and I put ourselves out there, made fools of ourselves by making predictions about a non-existent PlayStation Summer Showcase. It has not been announced. It has not been confirmed in any way. We're just hopeful and really wanting there to be a showcase because we miss them. Um, So with that said, I wanted to ask 
both of you to put on the record so that the commenters in the future can laugh or be amazed at us. Uh, I want to hear either a date or a week. I'll take, you know, something as broad as a week as when you think the PlayStation Summer Showcase, if there is one, will happen, and then give me two games or parts of the presentation you think are going to happen. Can I look at a calendar? Yes, please okay. do. Okay, because I, I don't want to pick like a Sunday afternoon. No, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. took I took May 30th, the final, like, I think it's like a Monday or Tuesday of the month. Yeah. Um, leading up to a couple weeks before, you know, when we would normally expect an E3 type of showcase um, and a week just about a week after the PS Premium goes live, because we all saw we got a we got a blog post, we got a you know blog yeah. post about it. So I'm like, now's a good time for them to. That's a good time for them to May thirtieth. Yeah, the week over that day. I did. I said that day. So that's Memorial Day. Is it? Oh yeah, they're definitely not doing that. <laughs> I do not pay attention to holidays then. Um, so I do look like a fool. I mean, um, to be fair, Xbox is making us come into work on a Sunday for their showcase. That's true. So anything's that's possible. True. Um, and I, uh, for reference, I did the end of June because I will be out on vacation then. So it is most likely to happen when I'm not in the studio. Oh, was my okay. Thought. But anyway, uh, Brian, I'll start with you. I think June 22nd, which is June a Wednesday. 22nd. I like it. Um, I picked that because my brain originally went to a Sunday morning that week. So I'm glad I looked. (laughs) Um, As for games, I think Deathloop. No. Um, (laughs) DLC trailer, maybe? It's got to be God of War. I mean, we have to see God of War. Like, this is this all eyes are on them right now this we have had big AAA flagship games delayed from their biggest competitors and obviously none of us want to see that happen to God of War but it feels like we got we got that update from Corey recently mm-hmm. like it, it feels like there's there's stuff to show soon and even if that does come with a delay which will break my heart <laughs> um we'll get to see more of it and that, I think that's what matters most yeah and of course Deathloop, just a little bit, just a, just a little, little slide in there. Yeah. Do you, no. think, do you think they're going to be, if they, we do get it this year, they're going to be petty and take that 11-11 date that everybody's been talking about online? <laughs> the Starfield date? The, the Starfield date, take the old Starfield date. Man. That I would be funny. But. I, I, w- I, would, I would hope that the, you know, the story of the first God of War was that Kratos learned not to be that vindictive and, and mean about <laughs> it, but... Who knows? He is a god of war. <laughs> Old habits die hard. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's going to be dealing with another god of war in this game because of Tyr. So That's maybe, right. maybe he's got to be petty to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Max, what about you? Uh, I'm going to say June 15th. OK. Yeah. Oh. Oh, smack yeah. dab in the middle. Smack dab in the middle. Safe bet. Just throw the it down. The Ides of June. Yeah. yeah. What, da- uh, what, what that's day is that? That's a Wednesday. Okay. Okay. And if it's not on that Wednesday, but it is that week, then I meant that week. What day mm. is cool. mm. is uh, Jeff Keeley's Big Summer Sausage Fest or whatever? <laughs> 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 Isn't this, is that the sequel to the Seth Rogen movie? Isn't yeah. The, yeah. Yes. Isn't it yes. the 12th or something? I don't know. Uh, Xbox know is that. the 12th. I think it's the, the 10th. 10th? Maybe okay, it's earlier. So yeah. We, we have no that. idea what day it is. We just. Yeah. It's not like we have to plan a bunch of programming. There, around there it. are people in their cars, cars listening. Jeff Keeley's in his car screaming the date. He's <laughs> <laughs> just banging the steering wheel. <laughs> There's no sausage involved. <laughs> <laughs> we are a meatless family here. Um, no, it is live June 9th, is the Summer Game Fest okay. Uh, okay. digital event. So, yeah, that's <laughs> what it said on Google. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll have that. Definitely makes sense to wait after xbox microsoft because yeah. if they come out swinging with something that maybe sony wants to counter it i don't know i i, I have nothing to go on i'm just completely <laughs> pulling this out of my ass that but, worked for them yeah. in the you know the the adam boys uh yeah. shuhei yashida handoff video Trading games yeah i was thinking about that the other day about how that like how, a their messaging has been infinitely more convoluted than it was back then when they were shooting iphone videos in the back of a of a lobby or whatever yeah um but b like how that moment 
pretty much won the generation for them. And now mm -hmm. things, you know, like things are a little closer with everybody, but like, I would still love to see something like that now, just like something that raw and, and goofy. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But well, no, instead we get like how to upgrade your HD version to the, the PS5 version. <laughs> it's like a four step process with pricing. Install Linux. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, no, I mean, you're totally right. Cause it was such a different time. I, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, even people buying PS4s five years down the line, obviously don't know about that video probably as much, but like that single moment, I think was the inflection point for that yeah. generation for a Absolutely. lot of people. But it also speaks to, yeah, that was a time where like, you just saying Adam and Shuhei is very immediate to PlayStation fans of that time. Mm -hmm. But for now, it's like the I think the only two like Shuhei is obviously still there and doing so such great work championing indies. But then it's Herman occasionally makes appearances. And, and then there's Jim who puts his foot in his mouth sometimes mm -hmm. and it's not great. And so, yeah, it's like a different era of PlayStation. I don't think having a a name or a person as associated with them in that way. Yeah, especially not in the way that like Xbox has Phil. Well, well, it's also like the it's weird to have a summer showcase thing because the last two summer showcases have dropped in like September. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. that first year when we were all just I mean, that that first awful pandemic year, we we're just like we didn't know what was going on. And we we're like, so is the PS5 coming out this year? And yeah. they didn't tell us anything. And we were waiting to find out about pre-orders and like, really, what was it? And didn't they wait until was was that in? Was so, that in June or was that? No. The, so they had a a May like early showcase for games. Okay. And I think it was May or very early June. And then they did a September, which is where they did the date, the reveal of the or not the maybe that was the reveal. I'm trying, of the console. See, it all, it all blurs it was, together. But like again, yeah. I remember, I remember just we were just kind of tearing our hair out, being like, "What are we supposed to talk about? Like, what are we doing here?" And it was right. very weird mm -hmm. that they were just so quiet about it. Um. Well, you, like, so I don't know. That I mean, that's. What, I, it's why I'll always miss E3 because at the very least it's, it, it created a consolidated expectation of what that yeah, week a, could look like. It's a due date mm -hmm. for everyone to turn in their homework assignments. Exactly. Yes. And now yeah. it's like, I mean, the thing is that's sort of both liberating but also confusing and you know, scattering is now if you want to own the conversation, you know, you reveal your new next-gen VR hardware on a Tuesday morning when nothing else is going on. In May, yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. then everyone's just like, oh, well, this is all we're talking about this week. And mm -hmm. as opposed to doing it in this one just you know, nonstop kind of deluge of, of news drops that happens with, with a three. And it's, sort yeah. of, and if you, I mean, it sucks because if you are sort of more casual internet, uh, internet fan, gamer, um, like e three was great. Cause you would kind of dip in and be like, what I miss. Yeah. You know, like what, what's going on? What's happening? I got, I got shit to do. I can't just be like, you know, <laughs> reading, reading blogs every day or whatever. It was yeah. very clearly like this, this, everyone was celebrating video games around the same time. And yeah, people were turning their homework in and sometimes that homework wasn't ready. And I don't know, the, the pencil would fall through the geometry of the paper. Um, but it does feel like, you know, when they, like they, they shoot liquid Terminator and he just spills into like a hundred pieces and you're like, are you going to, are you going to come back together and make a, a person again? Or are you yeah. just going to be piles in the corner? Cause right now we have a bunch of disparate piles in the corner, right? There's yeah. a bunch mm -hmm. of like little silver blobs and you're like, well, that's Microsoft's thing. They actually, and they're like, here's our day. Yeah. This is our time. And that's like, that's E3 week. So that they were the first ones to be sort of like, we're still doing this. So is everybody else still doing this? So I, I hope that Nintendo and Sony also go, yeah, we are. I and think that's yeah. like a Dawn of the Dead where like the zombies go back to the mall because that's what they did in their lifetime. <laughs> like they don't know what else to do. It's just where they go. Yep. So uh, uh, just to make sure before anyone probably paused the episode and then commented, June was the 2020 showcase. That was when they showed games off for the first time, like Horizon mm -hmm. and Miles and all that. And then it was September. And then the year after in 2021, right. I always mix these up. But May was the Horizon Forbidden West state of play when it was still coming out last year. 
uh, and then they did a state of play oh. in July and then the showcase in September. And I think by like that September showcase was Spider-Man, Wolverine, uh, KOTOR. And that so, was mm-hmm. that was a good showcase. I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna say the effort. That was that was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Red. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, that is that's the weird thing that I think a lot of people have started to adjust to is like when Sony says a state of play, you don't expect the first party drops like that. Yeah. When they say showcase, that's when we get those big things now. Well said. And that could change, but that's kind of where we're at. So we're hoping for something this summer, but it's- so what you're saying is that their, their, uh, sort of PR marketing presentation model has the same number of tiers as the new PlayStation plus. It yes. does. Yeah. Yes. So there's like the premium ultra plus showcase. And then there's the, you know, the sh- premier, Summer sh- sh- straight. What? I locked yeah. into 14 years of um, Wolverine, which is just I only get to get Wolverine showcases and just I bump. only get Wolverine the game when it comes that out. That would be great. I'm locked out of every other game. on my Does, it come, does it come with like comics and like uh, like pajamas and stuff? It with comes it as well? with um, I've cheaped out. So you only get one of his adamantium uh, clothes, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. You know what? But th- I feel like that would be really helpful, like in the kitchen when you're cooking. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Like, super yeah. easy for like when you're you're chopping. I grill a lot. So that's, oh, you know, that's like better. super yeah. easy kebab stuff. There. Perfect. Yeah. Put a couple of, you know, well, speaking, speaking of barbecuing and not at all what Max had perfectly set up for a segue, the PlayStation Plus line. This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems, and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers, and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash POBeyond. And now, back to the show. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And up has partially been revealed, uh, which is sort of our big thing to talk about. This We're week. back, baby. Yeah, we've we've been talking about PlayStation Plus a lot on the show, Jade. I know you, me, and Mark have been talking a lot about like waiting for these things. We've been kind of joking about: Will they do a blog post? Will they do a state of play? Will they do something else? They're doing blog posts. Um, so obviously the the service itself is launching in Asia in a week. I think it's launching next week and then in mid June in the U.S. And, and various other territories in June. But so we finally got a piece of the lineup this is not the full 700 games which i saw some people upset about i also do think it's worth noting that as this is not the full list we're going to get a lot more games but essentially uh just to to do the big highlights there will still be the monthly games if you're at the base playstation plus level those like refreshed first tuesday of every month is still going to happen but if you're on extra or premium slash deluxe deluxe being the version that doesn't have ps3 streaming in some territories because that's the reality of the world um those games were starting to be revealed here we got i'm I'm gonna start with ps4 and ps5 games i'm not going to read every single one but we we learned a a big chunk of the playstation studios first party stuff for ps4 and ps5 a surprising amount of i would say housemark and bluepoint basically everything their newest studios did are part of this can Um, can i announce that they bought bluepoint yet or no yes they did that was it yeah (laughs) can i make a track of who just can i make a request instead of you listing the names can you act them out for us to guess every single one every single one of those very long list this will be great yeah for the audio (laughs) listeners they're gonna love this um bloodborne i just make myself bleed a little bit i guess yeah this is right off the bat i would never would have guessed whatever you're doing it's like brian why are you stabbing jonathan it's my one claw. Um, um, but yeah, so we got a bunch of those games uh, for the PS4 and PS5 list. It's worth mentioning stuff like uh, Infamous First Light and Second Sun will be on there. Uh, hits you may not have played, but games I love like both Gravity Rushes will be on there. If you haven't played those, please play Gravity Rush. It's great. Uh, stuff like the Shadow of the Colossus remake uh, from Japan Studio slash Bluepoint will be there as well. Uh, the Last of Us remastered and The Last of Us Left Behind, but not The Last of Us Part 2. We can talk about that in a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Uncharted The Nathan Drake collection, Uncharted 4, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy, but not the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, so you don't get the PS5 upgrade via this one, which is a weird thing. So that... That's that's one of my annoyances with this, is like a lot of these are PS4 versions. Yeah. So... It's, you can keep going. Yeah, it's a weird one. So we have we knew that some of them were going to be there, but at least we do get stuff like you get Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS5, but you don't get the Spider-Man remaster for PS5. You only get the PS4 version, really? which is a weird one. <clears throat> uh, you do get Demon Souls for PS5. Um, you, you get Destruction All-Stars as well. Uh, you get the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, which is obviously the full deluxe version. You do get the PS4 or PS5 version of that, depending on which console okay. you have. Demon Souls is awesome, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, there's a ton of first parties we could get into, but then on the third party side for PS4, right now the biggest ones seem to be WB and Capcom are really involved here. Um, so from like WB, you get stuff like uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, some other stuff further down there as well. Ubisoft is also oh, uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, Ubisoft is really big here because of Ubisoft Plus Classics, which is like a perk of the service you now get, but it's basically just part of the lineup. So stuff like Far Cry 4, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, will also be part of it. Red Dead 2 is on here, uh, and then really cool indies like Celeste, Dead Cells, Hollow Knight, and a few others. This um, I like this stuff because it's like, for me, it's like when they put a bunch of EA stuff on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It was like, I never would have gone to EA.com and paid them money for their yeah. library. But when it shows up to something I'm already subscribed to, awesome. Like the Ubisoft stuff, I, you know, I'm not going to go play Ubisoft Plus games on whatever that is. Yeah. But if it just shows up in my PlayStation Plus premium extra adamantium tier then i'm in (laughs) i'm the same way like the only time i've ever spent money on ea play is when i'm playing apex and when you when you're buying you know currency for microtransaction apex you get a 10 percent discount so like if i'm dropping Mm -hmm. 50 bucks to buy a bunch of cosmetics and stuff one month i'm like might as well drop the five and get a month of of exclusive or ea access Mm -hmm. and get the same value for the same price so that's that's exactly when it makes sense yeah well also in a good sign we are getting stuff as recent as guardians of the galaxy uh, which came out last Phenomenal. fall, which That's is a great game, which is great. And I think a good sign that we aren't going to, I think a lot of people were worried that we're not going to get too recent stuff. I think that's a sign that we're at least getting stuff within the last, you know, six ish months, six, seven months. Well, because they keep coming out and being like new games, we'd go broke. What are you crazy? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's cool when, when new games do make their way on there. Yeah, exactly. But I do think something like not seeing the legacy of thieves collection, cause that's just an upgrade, but mm-hmm. because that came out this January, we're not seeing that on there. So yeah. I think that sort of, at minimum, I would say we're not going to see stuff from Sony that's at least not eight months old. Like and you won't you won't get stuff like Ragnarok Day and Date. Either. Yeah, but third party wise, I do think we will see some stuff debut. I think we'll see more recent stuff come on here as well. Um, but I, I did want to talk about these lists together. I know you all have like seen the blog posts and the tweets and everything uh, to get your initial reactions because this list, you know, not including the older stuff, this is what people are going to get on the two tiers, both extra and the deluxe premium. So this is. To me, this is what I think people are looking for when they're like, what's the Game Pass competitor? It's this. It's right. this library. It's these offerings. And at least for me, on like the first party side, knowing that we are not getting day and date stuff, I do think this is a pretty good first salvo. It's not the full library, of course, but in terms of this being an offering, if you're just getting a PS5 this summer, this fall, this is a pretty good lineup to be able to subscribe to and get all these games for one quick price. Yeah, and it's also, this is like you implied it's this is a moving target like nobody or at least i can't maybe you can tell you what the launch lineup for game pass was because <laughs> no it's yeah. it's it's evolved and changed so often that it's more about like what are they adding what are they taking away mm-hmm. what like for me it's it's i hop into those in, into those platforms and i just browse until i find something that's kind of interesting or cool or suits whatever mood i'm into that day and I download it and I play it for a while and maybe I finish it. Maybe I don't like that's what this is about for me. So I'm, I'm glad that this is the direction they're going to. So yeah. weird question. What does this mean for the there's that PlayStation Plus collection of Sony classics that's on PS5? Which yeah. I am a jaded, spoiled little pig boy. And I forgot <laughs> that that's not standard issue across like PS4 and PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's I mean, PS4 
PlayStation Plus subscribers suddenly getting, getting Bloodborne for free. That's cool. Yeah. So but like, know, I've assumed that was standard issue because I, you know, got the funny shaped console. <laughs> mm-hmm. That collection will still be available, I believe, for base subscribers still. Okay, that's um, cool. They, yeah. they said that wasn't going away. They have taken like Persona 5 came off of that list. So they, they haven't they can added anything, anything but no, right? Yeah, they haven't really added. There was like pre-launch, they added like three games okay. for it. But yeah, basically that list you'll still get. Cool. But these are, yeah, this is mid-tier, which I think right now looks to me like the best value. Um, until they show more of the classics collection. But uh, Jada, what, what do you feel about this list? I mean, I think it's a great start. We've got a, they announced about 100 titles out of the 740 that we're supposed to get. So this is like such a small taste and they just kind of wanted to get the the big names, the most uh, well-known names to get people to like, oh, this is, looks really cool to get ready for the showcase where they're going to show off more of the bigger right. stuff and announce the full list. So I think it's a good start. Um, like Brian said, like, who knows? Like, I, I there's very few people out there who probably remember what Game Pass looked like at its start, but it was not as, you know, encompassing as it is now. It's mm-hmm. like Game Pass is a lot better now. Um, and that's because it's had time to grow. They added EA Access after, what, like a year or something? I think that's it's right. been like yeah. a year for them to add that. Um, so I'm glad that Sony is at least paying attention and we're getting the Ubisoft Plus right at the start for it. They're not going to take a year to add it to their service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a subscription, not a one-time membership. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's it's interesting to look at it like it is a service. It's going to continue. Uh, and yeah, I, I totally forgot. Like, what? I don't think Game Pass had much to write home about when it first launched, or if it, it had did, the it was Halos and Gears of War. Yeah, and, yeah. And that was and like and, the rare collections and stuff like that. Right, and it was like I feel like if you were you know an Xbox diehard, you kind of already had that stuff, and mm-hmm. if you weren't, that wasn't enough to kind of lure you in. And it's mm-hmm. sort of gradually every E three they'd come out and they just show a bunch of trailers that said Game Pass in the corner and yeah. like. Hope Sony takes some cues from that and follows mm-hmm. suit. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, obviously, we're. I think we're too close to this to really like treat this like a beta. You know, yeah. this yeah. is a it, again the pricing structure, dumb as hell. Really, just confusing. I don't. I don't like it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read more closely to figure out what's happening. But you know, this is and again, what Brian said. Like browsing is the appeal here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you're looking at this as a list and being like, well, I don't know if this is gonna sell me. It's like, well, you're you're doing it wrong. You know, mm-hmm. give yeah. it a minute. Give it a few months. You know. But I, I mean, totally to to what all of you are saying, I do think, it, you know, especially being too close to it to a certain extent, this like this part of the service, I think, is really great for people who weren't able to buy every first party game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weren't weren't around for the PS4. Maybe they did have an Xbox one or maybe they just didn't have a PlayStation and skipped it, but wanted to get on with PS5 or whatnot and have been lucky enough to get a console. Like if you, if you day one look at this list and we're like, OK, go play Ghost of Tsushima, go play The Last of Us, go play all the Uncharted's, go play Bloodborne and Concrete Genie and, and uh, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man and, and Death Stranding and Returnal and demon souls like that is that is a really great thing to have in one go for someone who didn't play those games i mean even if you're like if you're not getting somebody to buy a playstation if they borrow their friends and you know Mm -hmm. get a one month subscription and just tear through a bunch of these that might be enough to convince them to you know grab Mm -hmm. one in the future and it's that's pretty cool like that's kind of an awesome little you know welcome aboard Type yeah. of thing. And yeah. of, of course, oh, sorry. No, I was going to go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, already announced stuff like God of War, Horizon will be in there as well, the Zero Dawn. Um, but so this is just like, if you missed out on PlayStation or maybe only played a few of these games, subscribe for like three, four months and you will have so many amazing games from day one to be able to jump into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I've seen a lot of like people pointing out, it's like, well, I've already played all these games. Like PlayStation people, we already buy these games. We buy the Ghost of Tsushima. We yeah. buy Spider Man. So like, what is this service adding for me? And it's, and it's like Max was saying, like, you're not really looking at it, it's right. We're not, you're not getting the service for like those one to 10 games that are like Sony exclusives. You're getting it for the selection and the browsing. Like Brian mm-hmm. said, like we really want to be able to just 
kind of peruse and play. Like I know when I do my game pass, like perusing, I go in, I find like maybe four or five games. I'm like, oh, this looks really cool. I heard about this. I, re- I saw a video. I want to play this. Download those all. I may not even play them right then and there. I'll I, a lot of the times I don't end up playing them until I see the the messaging of, hey, this game is leaving Game Pass in two weeks. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I better go play this right now. So and that's that's how I kind of use these subscription there, services. There's been like a a big discussion forever in the in the video games industry but i feel like it's ramped up specifically over the last six seven years because money's gotten tighter for everybody things have gotten more expensive mm-hmm. about the sort of like sort of like quantifying your your dollar to fun hours to completion value ratio right and i feel like stuff like this removes that that concern because now you're only just really playing with time. And so there's a probably like if you're a PlayStation diehard, which you are because you're listening to the show or like everyone here on the show, we've we've crushed through all the first party games. Right. So when I see those on here, I'm like, cool, on behalf of the people who haven't played them. Yep. Yeah, great. But for me, like there's a bunch of weird third party games and indie games or double A games that um, aren't as well known that maybe I didn't want to spend 10, 15, 20 dollars yeah. on like you know, I'm not traveling as much anymore, so I'm less inclined to buy a bunch of indies on Switch before like a seven hour flight. So now I'm playing most of those on my TV. And so this is the place to get stuff like that. Like yeah. this, this is where these these places are going to come into the conversation. Cause like we were talking about unpacking before. That's a game I don't know if I would have paid for, but I played it through Game Pass and I adored it. Yep. And it took me a few hours and it, it didn't break the bank and i was like i I really enjoyed that i'm really glad i got to do that on to the next thing yeah and so that's for for you listening at home like that's where this this library will shine for you eventually and so i implore you to kind of like dig in look up reviews for some of the lesser known also kind of interesting games this is the tip of the iceberg this yes. is not all seven hundred exactly. thousand or however it is like yeah. it's, it's not thousand um but seven million. Like, obviously like if we're kind of zeroed in on the stuff and if you know like this is all this is all like the greatest hits this is all like the big name stuff that people mm-hmm. are going to recognize and it's going to get their attention um but for like the weird, deeper cut, smaller indie things, that's obviously going to be kind of lower on the list. And mm-hmm. that's I mean, when they're like when they're advertising, like, I don't know, Netflix, they're not like great news. The 1997 Val Kilmer film, The Saint is on there. <laughs> yeah. like, but I'm going to turn that on and be like, oh, I want to play that. I love yeah. that when yeah. I was 10. And there's going to be something that pops up in their like, you know, older PS4 games or some, you know, some forgotten thing. And I'll be like, I'm going to play this again. Yeah, I'm, you know. Check this out. I never never played it. Well, and, and even with like all your points about sort of the indies and the deeper cuts, even with this initial list, it's like, did you play Ashen and Outer Wilds and Celeste and Hollow Knight and Dead Cells yep. and the Artful yes, Escape? Did. You all did, I did but yeah. probably not necessarily everyone. Ashen is super cool though. That's Ashen's exactly great. like yeah. you know, like if you're if you're like, oh, I beat Elden Ring and I've played a bunch of Souls games and I want something sort of adjacent to that. Have you ever played Dark Souls and wish that the textures didn't load? Well, <laughs> yeah, for you. Um, they, I think they also have their next game flintlock coming out this year which yeah. looks really yes. cool those that looks really but yeah i i like i totally agree with all of you we are this is just the beginning of it and so mm-hmm. who knows what we're going to get and then of course the big question is what third parties do we get day and date or indies and when or like how soon after launch because i think that's what's going to matter to people and they obviously aren't going to announce like oh an indie coming out six months from now is going to be on the service they just like can't do that right. via this way but that'll be i think where people make or break and stay uh, subscribe to this or if they mm-hmm. decide to bounce off if there is a continued interesting update and there will be they said uh, mid-month there will be updates every month they didn't say how many games or or the vari- variety of games excuse me but there will be those updates monthly 
Yeah. Great. So yeah, yeah. higher tiers getting. High, I love the fact that the higher tiers are getting that second refresh in the middle of the month. That's great. That gives you extra value for that extra money you're spending. And then also the fact that they touched on, and I'm sure you're about to get to it, but the previous purchases for PSP, PS1, original titles, those will be available to download at no charge if you previously that purchase was, those. I, it's incredible. Fra frankly, shocking yeah, to but, me. Yeah, 100%. But super cool. Before we get into that, because I do think it's worth shouting out, I do just want to read that actual info. So, yeah. uh, of course, this relates to the premium slash deluxe tiers, the highest tier. Uh, this is where we get the classic games catalog. And as uh, as Jada mentioned, one of the big things that they mention here is player, this is a, straight from the PlayStation blog, players who have previously purchased the digital versions of select games from the original PlayStation and PSP generation will not have to make a separate purchase or sign up for PlayStation Plus to play these titles on PS4 or PS5. When they're released, players can head to the PlayStation Store and download a version for the consoles at no extra cost if they already own the digital version of the title, uh, and some titles will also just be available for individual purchase. Right. Additionally, some remastered classics from previous console generations will be added to PlayStation Plus, and they, they give us a list. Uh, another thing that's also worth pointing out for these classic games, uh, original PlayStation and PSP, members will also enjoy a new user interface with the menus that allows you to save your game at any time or rewind the game if you want to do over so essentially what the classic like mini systems for playstation Ooh, nintendo did so those cool. will yeah. be there yeah. for older gens but yeah to just mention some of the things it's a very small and eclectic list right now and i think this is the biggest gap that we need to discuss but yeah. from uh playstation for ps1 and psp uh ape escape hot shots golf uh iq intelligent cube jumping flash siphon filter and super stardust portable jumping flash is great. um so only one psp game from first party has been announced so far and then from third parties mr driller tekken 2 worms world party and worms armageddon are the original playstation and psp games then you get into ps2 which is a weird one where they're mostly just showing right now games that have been remastered so if a ps2 game was remastered for ps4 uh like ape escape 2 the dark cloud games the jack games siren a few others uh even stuff like bioshock remastered and borderlands and and bulletstorm are listed here you're getting the ps4 remastered version of those games but they're part of the classics library which is a weird sort of like they're ps2 games but you're getting the ps4 version but they don't count in the ps4 library i think it's weird. Um, so that's part of it. And then, of course, PS3 games via streaming. Uh, and right now, this seems to be largely stuff you would expect from PS Now. So the original Infamous games, uh, a few of the Ratchet and Clank games from PS3, not Tools of Destruction. That's the one. Um, you do also get Tokyo Jungle. Is on yes. There. Yes. Yeah. That is a cool, weird little game. Yeah. Um, I haven't played that in 10 years, so I don't remember exactly what it's like. But I remember it being... Not necessarily like a Souls-like, but very kind of ro roguelike-y and hard as hell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when that came out, that wasn't really a thing that people we're were, so, were so vocal about wanting. Yeah. Like obviously yeah. there, was a, there was a small you know crowd that was like, this game rules. But that's definitely a game I've been wanting to go, go back and try, kind of like now having kind of digested that approach to, to games. You the, know? Uh, the classic games that you purchase returning from the grave is like super interesting to me. Cause like there's a bunch of stuff in there that I probably bought that I don't mm -hmm. remember buying. And I don't think there was like a way of really checking that recently. Unless you went on your PS3 or Vita. Yeah. yeah. Which yep. I haven't looked at in a very long time. Um, but yeah, I mean, credit where credit's due. They are starting to bring classic games to PS5. And we spent quite a long time uh, when they first announced they were delisting the stores on their legacy consoles, complaining on the show about how it's important and integral to their future to 
respect and you know revisit and and maintain a relationship with their with their classic game lineup and this is not a lot <laughs> but it's yeah. a good start there are and more coming yeah yeah i'm I happy hope, about i that. hope that a good chunk of them are like old you know old yeah. school stuff like that me too. that's fun me too yeah. It's it's a solid initial lineup, and yeah, I, I think them saying that was such a relief. I like I, to set expectations. I don't think you should suddenly expect every classic game you own to be available on your mm -hmm. PS4 or PS5. I don't think we're going to get that maybe ever, but at least definitely not day one. But just the fact that they're doing it, mm -hmm. like you said, was surprising and unexpected. Well, they but also a good thing. they'll get to do that thing that Nintendo does drunkenly on a tuesday once a month where yeah. they're like hey you guys remember kirby and the secret shards well <laughs> coming back on thursday and you're like that's that's your announcement or they'll just show you one nes game that you never played yep it's mm -hmm. like an australian upside down puzzle game and they're like it's showing up on friday mr so dribble's divorce is coming to the <laughs> nintendo switch okay um yeah it's weird but they'll be able to do that. and that's the thing that like we've talked about a lot on the show for years is like I, I think people sometimes get frustrated by how quiet PlayStation can be. This being a monthly second drop that they have to focus on just naturally facilitates them being in the conversation. More, yeah. Which is the thing people mm -hmm. were like, oh, well, there's a new Game Pass game revealed every day. And I know people like get frustrated when we talk about it. But that's that's sort of the the, you know, online perspective is like you see those things every week. You don't see the PlayStation thing. This is another drop we're going to get monthly. It does go back to older generations, which will manage yeah. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It's. I think this is a cool initial showing. Take that, take that conversation back. You know, like yeah. I mean, yeah. like I, 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 I do think I've said this before. Mm -hmm. Twitter's not real life. It's it's a fake, worse mm -hmm. version of the bad version we have already. Somehow, yeah. But like, you know, when Xbox or Nintendo is just like, here's this cool game that we're putting out in, the, in this day. Uh, I think people gravitate towards that, and it becomes a conversation. And Sony has like a fantastic opportunity here to take to take a big chunk of that conversation. So, that yeah. so much of so much of generations are decided by word of mouth, mm -hmm. you know, like telling your friends and then like and now like back in the day, that's what we had. We had yeah. to just go tell our friends and share our stories with each other. Um, but now that Twitter's there, like all the other companies we've seen kind of have they're like they adopt they adapted to that new strategy and they have been dominating word of mouth on online yeah so, like it's, it's very important it's going to attract new subscribers regularly it's going to keep old subscribers from bailing on their subscription unless it auto renews which mine always has um yeah but like I, i'll say like their their offerings right mm -hmm. now in terms of playstation plus once a month being like here's three or four games is like pretty paltry and it's like it, it always makes me go like i have that don't need that mm -hmm. don't even care about what that is <laughs> yep. see you next month you yeah. know yeah. so this will fix that it's a yeah it, it's a potential exciting recurring thing that we'll have to discuss on the show and to discuss as playstation fans and another part of it uh that i'm I'm curious to see how it'll unfold is just to mention we've talked about it on the show before but the, the time limited game trials will be happening uh we had some reports that apparently every game above essentially 35 dollars will be getting these playstation doesn't imply that here and sort of like it's going to be widespread we only got six games confirmed and these are previously uh revealed games and, and obviously the report said that older games wouldn't be held to this but if you are a subscriber on the premium plan you will get at least two hour game trials for the legacy of thieves collection horizon forbidden west cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> farming simulator 22 uh tiny tina's wonderlands and wwe 2k 22 wait hold on hold on so as a subscriber you get access to the nathan drake uncharted collection trilogy whatever the ps4 version is called but if you're really curious about the ps5 version you can play the first two, two hours, hours of it of to it. see if you need that extra 
hair textures okay so that's your, your progress carries over and your trophies carry over yes i remember yeah. reading it this morning actually which yeah is- if, if you purchase the game mm-hmm. you'll get all that stuff carried over which is great and and you know this is a thing that i think we've talked about a lot on the show of like loving demos loving letting people get a sense of if they want to play a game and especially after seeing what happened with cyberpunk a trial like this probably would have changed a lot of minds at the time it is just the ps5 version it's worth noting though uh they don't want people testing out the <laughs> ps4 version so of that, cyberpunk of yeah. cyberpunk yeah i regularly that's, forget that that's a thing that exists yeah, but, yeah. so did cd project Red. yeah <laughs> i think because you you literally couldn't buy it for like a year yeah so uh you know so, some limitations there we'll see how often these get applied to games but again it's another good perk this is only on that uh top tier of the that's, premium that's that sucks version. i think it's garbage i think it should be lower like this Absolutely. is yeah. this could be like i don't know offset by like marketing money it's a demo you know yeah, come yeah. on like i feel like the, it's not 1996 we shouldn't be paying money for a paper magazine with a demo disc like they can just you know it's, shoot that this out this is like when they give like free gift bags to celebrities you're like they already have that <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're and fine this is very much not as we've heard from reports it's not like the devs are making a slice of the game or are making a bespoke demo these are things that essentially the playstation store staff are creating a like timed gate for you to play the game so okay. it's, it's not a thing that as far as we know will create more work for the devs there are questions of whether devs have a say in how much of their game gets to be played for a trial, which obviously probably matters to some devs, uh, especially if their game is six hours long. I want to see speedrunners have some fun with this. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't think you could beat the Uncharted collection in two hours, but I want to see how far you can get. Like, I think that'd be really fun. I wonder... Honestly, a glitched run probably could get yeah. through at yeah. least the first two in two hours, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. If he, if Nathan Drake eats the crates instead of pushes them, he falls through the geometry and gets to the main boss. I wonder if you can shut off... Uh, like if you change the time settings or shut off your internet and like cheat, maybe I said that too loud. Don't do anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's let's be real. There's going to be exploits. People are going to find workarounds. Yeah. There's that's that's just technology now. And I can't so, wait for it. It's going to be yeah. so much fun. It's going to yeah. be great news stories for us to see. Like, oh, this person managed to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's an interesting place that we're going to have to see go forward with all of this stuff. There are gaps that I would like everyone to talk about, but we're in a weird situation where uh, due to timing, I have to leave forever oh not forever oh but i want i want y'all to continue talking okay. i read the about fun things and have a fun just time with well, something something brought a lap- i got a phone do you I want guess. my laptop no i don't want you your laptop in your chair i just noticed you have a different chair than i do have a different chair the fancy yeah. chair he's um lost. but i do actually have to leave uh for unrelated reasons to the show which bums me out but it's so wonderful to be here with you yeah all. To be able to talk about yeah, stuff. Yeah, very, well, very much you too. <laughs> like, oh, whatever, yeah. Fresh boxes on the way. This is such an... Um, un, uh, no, it's like saying goodbye at a party. It's yeah. just, oh, I yeah. love that we're... It's just also we're just back to how it used to be where like one of us like, I gotta run, we got a meeting to go to. It's like, okay, well, don't, mm-hmm. don't take the microphone with you. Like, exactly. It's just sort of awkward. Do we have like a thing we can put in your chair to just pretend a, is you? There, there might be a big plush outside. Maybe okay. we can There's find somewhere. a bike somewhere. pump over there for some reason. Oh, yeah, just put I that up. I was a pogo stick. <laughs> Whatever that would be, it be interesting, but not surprising for me to find in <laughs> the IGN. The in IGN, yeah. And this exactly. is and like, mind you, this is you guys have been in IGN audiences for years, mm-hmm. or audiences in studios for years. This is my first time in studio for anywhere oh, yeah. for sure. Because yeah, yeah, I right. like I literally just came up on my one year anniversary yesterday. Right. Congratulations. So, welcome. Yeah. 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 That's what we so, should be like, celebrating. That rules. Yeah. Um, we got you a pogo stick. Yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate pump. that. So I will uh, definitely break both of my ankles later today. Hop, Perfect. Hop to it. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, Jada, I, I deputize you to to continue running this train. Make sure nothing goes crazy, but I hope oh. you all have an amazing time. We are totally going to get weird. Perfect. Yeah. Go for it. It's going to get so I'm weird. I'm excited to listen. It's going to be an <laughs> Xbox show. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure the comments will be happy with that. Yes. Uh, but no, this has genuinely been so wonderful. I hope we can do this again very soon. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you all. And thank I'm you, Jonathan. Saying yeah. goodbye in the middle of the show. But you all out there are wonderful as well. And thank you for tuning in. And this good luck wonderful. parasailing today. I think thank it's beautiful you. that you're yeah. leaving early. I'm just taking a break. Yeah, I'm yeah. just having fun times. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I leave you all to it. You know what? I'm kind of honored. Like this is my first time in studio, and I'm getting I get yeah. to take over the rails of Isn't hosting. That great? It's like this is it's kind of a dream come true. Like I've listened to Beyond for years, and now I get to like I get to like head it's your eleventh birthday. You get to drive the car home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, driving at eleven that was good times. Those were good times. Um, but you know, so one of the things segments that I've been doing that I would love to get your guys's kind of that kind of feeds into what we were talking about earlier. Um, we were doing um, previous episodes. We did you know PS one games, PS two games, PSP games that we wanted to see on the list that uh, before we got the list. Obviously, we've got the list now. Mm-hmm. Um, what titles are you guys hoping that we get to see? in the the next metal the gear. next drop yeah Any metal gear like i mean well specifically one and four because those are locked onto ps1 and ps3 respectively and you know we've gotten the um the hd collection ported to various things and that's great but like it's stupid that the only i think the only legal way you could play metal gear solid one shy of buying it on a ps3 digitally was buying the ps1 classic and playing it with out the dual analog sticks so I'm to- I-, I was going to say the same games, but I believe they were on PlayStation Now and Konami pulled them off like just mm. recently, mm. which totally sucks. So, yes, bring those back. OK. All right. Yeah. I'm no, also just, I-, I feel like I'm just so not there on streaming yet. Like with games, I just it seems like half measure. Mm-hmm. Like I would mm-hmm. so much rather I don't. Can somebody figure out how to use the infinite power of the PlayStation 5 to emulate a PS3 or is that just asking for too much? I don't know. Yeah, like I, my biggest issue, my biggest issue I have with like the streaming is I love to take captures of my games. I love to record videos of my awesome moments because I get the buggiest, glitchiest moments in all the games I play. Oh, like right. I played playing Cyberpunk. I would walk off a couch and die. Like literally, <laughs> like I would be standing on a couch, walk off, break my ankle and then my neck. <laughs> and I would flatline. And I was just like, how is this happening? Like, and obviously Cyberpunk is a is a unique case, but right. I get this all the time. I was playing like Ghostwire Tokyo and I got grabbed by one of the scary ladies with the, the scissors and she threw me through the ground. And like <laughs> I just watched as I fell, I fell into the uh uh, oh, what's it called in uh, Get Out? The um, the the quite I don't remember what oh, it's called. The sunken place. The sunken the place. place. Yeah, yeah. It was basically like that. Watching nice. this, Didn't, I went down. You had that happen to you in Elden Ring. Yeah, but that's yeah. actually there's a wonderful silver lining to that, which people have been. Have you seen the, the Elden Ring glitching, like the cheesing that people do? Some of yeah, the like Where, the warp glitch. Basically, there's a bunch of spaces where uh, if you jump off a cliff in the right spot, you'll just fall through the air, you know, infinitely. But when you at- attack, it resets the fall counter. Mm-hmm. So basically, you fall. You keep falling. You're like, you know, like Loki and Thor Ragnarok. You just keep falling. And what happens is if you're close enough to a certain area, it spawns enemies. It just assumes that you're sort of nearby. But the second you fall far enough away from them, it thinks that they're dead. Mm. So it kills them for you, basically. And you'll just be falling through this infinite void. And then it'll pop up and it'll be like, you got a shield. You got a shield. You got a rune, rune, rune. And then you'll get just like a crap load of runes out of nowhere. And you're like, all right. And then maybe you die. But you just get all this stuff because it like it's it spawned imaginary enemies and then killed them off for you. If you yeah. If you die, where does your money bag show up? I mean, it usually pops up on the the last ledge that yeah. you were physically oh. on. So yeah, you would just be able to go back to that. Oh, because the game thought you died there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it they always it always like rubber bands you back to that last yep. safe point. Mm-hmm. Um, is what they they kind of do with it. Um, even though many times our runes are not in safe places when we no. die. 
No, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, that's yeah, it's, it's very cool. There's there's a bunch of videos on that online, and it's all like I've tried to do some intentionally, where like it's like jump off this exact spot next to this small branch and aim for the tree, but then double jump at this exact moment, and then mm-hmm. you'll wind up in the perfect thing. I like died seven times in a row, and I'm like, I can just fight the boss and <laughs> do yeah. it the old fashioned way. And it, then I was I was just like rushing through like you know urn, urn root caverns or whatever, and then like I just slipped, like I just wasn't seeing where I was going. I mean, my horse just went off the edge, and I was like, ah, and I just started spamming the attack, and it was just like, oh. I won. Like I <laughs> those are the best. Money, yeah. Those are the best moments. Um, yeah, no, I, I was playing. I've been playing with my partner and I went through Lane Dell the proper way, got, you know, fought the tree sentinels and took the lift up and everything like that um, and got into the city. He's been trying to go the back route where, you know, when you get teleported by that chest and you have to fight like that giant guardian that's there. Mm. Um, but there's that the elevator. You can't get up unless the switch because the switch is at the bottom. Right, right. Uh, I showed him a video of where you can literally walk off that ledge. And if you have the flask with the explosion in it, if you time the drinking of your flask while walking off the ledge and attack, you can cause the explosion to cancel your fall timer. And so you can get down there without doing it. But it takes such perfect time. He spent probably an hour and didn't get it done. Um, So I'm sorry, babe, but uh, (laughs) it was was fun to watch. That's that's the real like meta game is when you find a thing that you just really want to try to do in a game, even though it's like completely pointless. It's just like I mean, in that case, there's a point to it. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like trying to land a jump in, in GTA or something, except yeah. you're trying to drink an explosive potion to avoid fall damage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, it's like I do that. Like, I always have these points in these like tougher games uh, where like at the start of the game, I find these kind of like roadblocks that that aren't meant to be overcome at the start. So like with Elden Ring, there was like the tree sentinel. I did not move on until I beat that tree sentinel with no damage at level seven. Like I literally just you know, torched him. With you, know, you know how you how you beat that that idiot? Is I actually started doing like a uh, like a violence build or whatever, like mm-hmm. a you know dex, and then I found out that you can cheese him by sneaking up around that horse's butthole and just blowing poison into it. Oh, and so I just <laughs> went back there and I just just like <laughs> and just watched him for like twenty minutes, and then the horse just falls over and the dude dies, and you just you just poison him, you just poison him and wait, and then I'm like. Maybe I'm a scumbag now. Maybe I'm I'm playing a real piece of build, and I just have proceeded to go around being like, "Oh, you're bleeding. Oh, you're poison. Oh, you've got scarlet rot. Good be, job." Be cheap just, and dirty. They are. I'm too. so cheap. It's they're, great. They're, everyone it's, in that game is cheap and dirty. Be mm-hmm. cheap and dirty if you got to be. Hundred percent. Um, one one of the games uh, uh, that I'm definitely looking forward to uh, from our audience is Guitaru Man. I don't know if you guys have played that. But it's a really kind of weird rhythm game that was like Parappa and stuff like that back in the day. Um, but they released it on, I believe, PS2 and then PSP. Um, mm-hmm. and then it, so told, I told our audience I'd give a shout out to that. So there's your Guitar Man shout out. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah. Um, a friend of mine bought a hacked PS2 and it had, you know, came with a bunch of ROMs on it, which I, I played so that I could accurately describe them to the police when I called them on him um, because that's illegal. <laughs> but um I, Mr. Mosquito is such a weird game oh, to go yeah. back to. So weird. It's also hard as hell, mm-hmm. but it's just bonkers that somebody was like, we're making a flight sim. Is it about jets? No, it's about a perverted mosquito who's trying to bite a woman <laughs> in the thighs. <laughs> like, all right, go for it, PS2. There's so many go weird nuts. games. There was like Ribbit King where you played golf, but your golf balls were frogs. And so like you would yes. hit them and then like, like they would land and then they would hop once. But if they hopped in the water, they would swim across the water. Or if they landed next to a fly, they would jump to the fly. That's and there awesome. was just all types of different combos and stuff. So I'd love to see that one come back as well. Um, but yeah, totally agree. Metal Gear. Those mm-hmm. ones are oh, a totally, are totally deep cut thing that, that will not happen is Thrasher Skate and Destroy, which is Rockstar's answer to Tony Hawk. And it's <sighs> oh my God, we talked know. about this. So it's it's got 
Um, pretty. It's got like really good like li- like old school licensed hip hop, which is why it will never come back because it has licensed music, and that means it's doomed to yep. die in obscurity. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you basically, I so <laughs> I mostly played a demo of this, which was glitchy as hell, and occasionally you would like go up a half pipe, and then you'd wind up in the sunken place, just doing like infinite ollies through the space, which mm-hmm. I thought was really fun. And again, like, you know, like your partner trying to yeah. glitch an elevator, it becomes more fun than the actual game. But the thing in that game that was hilarious is like you would basically try to do a bunch of tricks in a time limit. And then when the time limit was up, the camera would shift to a first person perspective of a cop with a taser who was chasing after you. And so you'd have to skate away from the cop and he'd be like, hey, get back here. Hey, no, no skating, you punk kids. <laughs> Skateboarding is a crime. And then eventually he'd be like, oh, I'm having a heart attack and like fall over. It's like, oh, let's go get some donuts or something. It was like such like it was such like a stupid like teenagers drawing in a notebook of a game <laughs> so i don't know that would be a fun one that's so it's so bizarre i do not remember that game at all so thank you it's not like, a it's not a well-known one i don't think <laughs> it's one of those like weird dark ages rockstar games yeah gotta love those the, those the times gotta mm-hmm. love those times uh, so a uh, couple other you know news beats or whatnot we'll kind of touch on real shortly uh we saw insomniacs doting 50k to abortion rights uh following the jim ryan controversy of him you know getting his foot stuck in his mouth um i'm i'm super supportive of insomniac i'm very happy that Same. they are yeah. standing up for their rights and their employees um just as bungie when they made their statement it's really good to see that these these studios are putting their employees first and their and their audience first to be honest like mm-hmm. there's so many people that like and the year right mm-hmm. yeah it's, which is cool the 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 year that is that is this year and not yeah if the you year like from if, 50, if you 60 like you know ago. draconian old-fashioned you know ridiculous misogynistic laws why not just make a fantasy rpg you yeah just go do that do also some... instead of video games you could check out caves they've yeah. been around for a very illuminated long time. manuscripts yeah there's maybe you'll find a dragon or, sifting and, lead from drinking water right and if someone you know if you don't like someone maybe if they sink or float we can find out if they're a witch there's a lot of <laughs> stuff you can do instead of playing the, the new spider-man game for ps5 if if you're not a fan of this anyway um, that that said i do wish it was more money i it, agree yeah there, it's, it's it's a drop in the bucket mm-hmm. I've, I've, i really hope sony kind of like changes course and matches that plus more yeah so but I, like i think peter parker would donate more money <laughs> and he's in high school <laughs> um so we've got some rumors on silent hill apparently it's confirmed by an absence of comfort but all but an absence of confirmation from an interview that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Silent Hill fans? Yeah, I mean, I, nah, I, I like the idea of it. I never got into it as a kid because I was mm-hmm. a huge coward. But like, I'm also like, I don't know, it's got sick art direction. And yeah, um, yeah, it's this is hilarious because it's the CEO of Team Bloober who I feel like they keep having either leaks or rumors or whatever. And then they keep asking him. And then instead of just like Ninja Vanish smoke bombing out of the situation, he says something that is like a no comment, but really sort of seems to confirm what's being yes. said you know yeah. yeah and it's just i like it seems like it's like team bloober is working with konami on a on a game and and team bloober is also working on a new ip and then a blah 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 something and people are like wait so with konami with like a, and it's not a new ip yeah and he's like uh uh we, we're not ready to talk about that yet and it's like well it's probably silent hill you yeah. know yeah, yeah no my uh pro evolution survival horror or whatever <laughs> my anticipation for whatever all of this is is at its peak and then like my patience is at its rock bottom like that's where mm-hmm. we are with this because it's, it's sort of like if you know like as you all know we're like where this franchise was last left it was playable trailer you know mm-hmm. pt which yep. got uh delisted and you can't like legally 
get that on a system if you deleted it or whatever there's there's ways to play it and download it obviously people you know fans have preserved it they've like uh, remade as, it in dreams which yeah. is apparently easier than actually just playing it you know which <laughs> which went was what was supposed to become a game that then got canceled kojima left went to do his own thing that franchise has been in limbo then there's like that a, abandoned team came out and they were just like we're gonna be pretend silent hill and we we're like you're a bunch of grifters and liars <laughs> so that happened and now there's like there's all these rumors where it's like okay so like a small team might be working on a new silent hill there might be like the blue version which we don't know is a remake of silent hill 2 or not and there's just like a lot swirling around and i just want i just want answers at this point i just want to know where this franchise is like i got a i got a steam deck recently and i was like oh cool so this i'll be able to play a bunch of old random garbage on here right silent hill the only one on there is homecoming and then all the content they put into dead by daylight which is like Mm, not enough not enough so yeah yeah. to be fair homecoming is the only one that i did play because i was also a chicken chick growing up and i just did not is that the one where you asked pyramid head to the dance i think maybe i didn't get that ending i wish (laughs) um there's there's so many endings in silent hill games and that's one thing i do love and i would love to get to revisit those so hopefully maybe we'll get those on the ps premium as well like that would be i feel like that's kind of a layup for Mm -hmm. for playstation to get those on the service yeah i just i hope we find out something about that franchise soon yeah i'm a a, i think that's where everybody's at i'm a huge i'm a huge horror fan i'm a huge horror video game fan i just want something soon because i like the speculation part we're at we're at the point where i'm just like that's enough Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've heard of this enough speculation we can only take so much speculation. There's, yeah, there's only like rumors and speculation that we could take before it's just like just let the air out you know like yep. before we're ready to move on to some new team that's building something unique exactly and like we, that's where we want to put our attention now exactly and i wasn't the biggest fan of the medium or uh blair witch game mm-hmm. um but i think that there's like I think they did some really cool things in yes, them, but yes. yeah, but I feel like the overall execution was just mm-hmm. kind of a little, little miss off the mark. They're like, like per, spot on 6.5, 7 out of 10 games to me. Mm-hmm. And They're like horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know, it's, yep. they are spooky, but maybe they could use work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, obviously we've kind of watched that, that studio scale up a bit and like the medium was certainly ambitious for, you know, what it was, what it was doing. And it was also trying really like, wasn't that, that was the Silent Hill composer, right? I believe so. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It seems like they're kind of auditioning to do a Silent Hill game mm-hmm. and that would be cool. Um, there's also the Silent Hill creators new studio, which is they're they're doing. Oh, we've, we've saw that. That got, re- that got revealed. It's the um, scorn. No, 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 no. It's the, it's the one where the people, their mouths open real wide. It's got, it's like a, it looks kind of Tokyo Ghostwire in that it's ghosts in Tokyo, but it's got people. It's and we go, Slitterhead. Yeah. Slitterhead. Yeah, we weren't that far. You weren't that far off. No, no. it's yeah. It got shown off at it's the it's the Bouquet Game Studio, and yeah, we saw this. It got shown off. Uh, I don't know where. It's with the Gravity Rush devs. Okay, and it got shown off at the Game Awards. All and right, it looks Great. completely oh, bonkers, and we're I, all like, "This looks cool," and then we forgot because we went and opened Christmas presents or whatever it is you do after the Game Awards. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that looks wild, and it's also like clearly kind of a very different tone from what we think of when we think of silent hill but again what does that mean yeah mm-hmm. 25 years later couldn't mean anything at this point yeah. so um outside of on a more happier note uh we've got fall guys is going to free to play on june 21st Very um cool. and it's gonna be cross play and cross progression so if you want to play on your xbox with your xbox friends or with your playstation with your playstation friends or mix and match it up because that's what households are most of the time people mm-hmm. have it or switch or on um the epic game store on pc because yep. uh, it's getting pulled off of steam um because epic bought fall guys so they now own that um so they joined the the fortnite 
and rock band and all the harmonics and all of them that are over at Epic now. Um, are you guys still playing Fall Guys? No. Um, every night, no. every night before every bed, night? I get my chamomile tea and I go in there and I do those falls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I played it so like regularly the first like two or three seasons. I think we're on season six now. Um, but now I kind of get my my endorphin rush from just going on Twitter and looking at Shuhei Yoshida's Twitter Twitter because he's playing it regularly and right. he wins. He went like he posts his wins on Twitter. So I get my endorphin rush from Vol guys just watching Shuhei go out there and just dominate on uh, I, other players. And it's I great. will say when like when popular IPs join the game and become like bizarre squat, super deformed versions of themselves, I appreciate that aesthetic about a billion times more than like say a Funko Pop. Yep. So when I, I saw like uh, the Ghost of Tsushima one, that skin, mm-hmm. and I was just like, that's adorable. Like yeah. there's there's something really lovely about that style that like translates super well. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't play it. I appreciate the hell out of it. It mm-hmm. is so earnest and just uh, sweet yeah. and also just aggressively goofy that I just, I can't help but respect the hell out of what they're doing over there. No, we, I think we checked that out at E3 at the Devolver booth yeah. a million years mm-hmm. ago. And it was like, this is really cool. And it also seemed crazy ambitious for an indie game to be making a mm-hmm. battle royale that needs like a hundred people to play it, let alone mm-hmm. one that's completely wackadoo. And then it co- totally blew up, yep. which I'm so happy for. And like, I mean, I, I had a really good time with it first when it first came out. I haven't gone back and checked it out, but like, again, it's like, it's I'm so happy it exists. I'm glad that Epic scooped it up. I think that they need to add more pratfalls and scrambles to Fortnite. <laughs> I think there needs to be more yes, bumbling and tumbling and rolling down the big foam hills. Jay, did you yeah. play Fortnite? I do not. Because I have, you're like super into like a bunch of online I games. I play right? like a lot of stuff, but Apex has ruined me from pretty much every Battle Royale minus Fall Guys because it's just not a shooter. Uh, Apex has kind of ruined me for like all shooters. Like the movement is just so fast and smooth. And like, I just can't, I can't swap to other games that feel, everything else feels slower for Was me. It, I think it was last year you posted up or your PlayStation stats. Yes. And yeah. Apex was in there. Yeah, it was, I was like, just like, it was like 1,800 hours or 2,100 hours or something like that in Apex. Like, yeah, I play. Well done. It's 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 my it's my daily go to. Like, I'll like I try to like sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I will like I like to wake my brain up. I'm like, all right, let's go play Apex. And it's a terrible idea, you would think. But like minus today, because I had to get up early to come in the studio. I won my first game. I played each morning and like rolled into our morning meeting. I'm like, yeah, I got that W. Let's go. This day is ready to start. So um, I, I love Apex. I love it. I love the new season. It's out. It's it's such a great game. Um, I need I need a squad, though. I need I need I need people. You guys got to come and play with me. I'll, I'll carry know, you guys. like this. It's hard to get us to do anything. Right. We haven't right. been on the show. And like if you want to carry something, go buy groceries. Like, I don't know. <laughs> No, I played. I played a bit of that when it first came out. My issue with with battle royale shooters, I guess, or battle royales in general, is that like I'm I suck, and mm. so like if I'm out early, I'm like, well, I could have done I could have done other things, you know. Like typically, mm-hmm. you don't you no, don't get to sure. respawn. I guess Warzone is kind of forgiving in that sense if you got a squad or whatever. But like as yeah. far as it's, I typically just wind up getting wiped, and then it's like, and even if I do stick around, if I do hang in there, it's like a long it's a long chunk of time for a full for a full match. So yeah. like I was I got really into Call of Duty Cold Wars. Um, just basic, you know, basic vanilla multiplayer of just mm-hmm. doing like deathmatch and stuff. Cause it's like, do I have 10 minutes? Okay. I'll play yep. a match, you know, and I know how long I'm in for. Yeah. No, I definitely totally understand that. Thankfully, Apex has added new modes and stuff like that. They added like a control mode, which is 99, and that gives you t- infinite respawns and stuff That's like cool. that. That's cool. Yeah. It's I a mean, limited time mode, so it's not always there, mm-hmm. but 
definitely something to check out for if you're wanting yeah. to kind of go back and see what's new. It's a good time to do that. Um, last kind of note we've got is uh, Sega is planning a bunch of remakes and remasters. Um, obviously, we know there is the Sonic Origins collection, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. which is Sonic 1, 2, 3, and CD. Yes. Um, but they also talked that there's, they've got like 10 others that are in the works for the next like one to two fiscal years. Um, what are you guys thinking Sega's got cooking? Well... I can tell you what I want, and it's like hyper specific, but um, they made a game called Pinball of the Dead, mm. which was basically House of the Dead Pinball. I love all the House of the Dead games. I'm, mm. I'm pretty bummed that the new one is like apparently not great. And oh, the yeah, the the remaster, the remaster, right? yeah. yeah. Um, but I would also really love a remake of House of the Dead Overkill, which mm. was the one they put on, on Switch, which was was that Switch or was that Wii? No, Wii. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yes. very old. Um, no, I'm right there with you. And it, yeah, it was um, incredibly like aggressively grindhouse and very just mm-hmm. gritty and grimy and um, just full of just naughty words. And it was just fun, like goofy game you could play with like your friend in like. 45 minutes, 30 minutes, crush through the whole game, and then you go do alternate paths and stuff like that. So I would love, I would love for that to make a return. Like on stuff's weird now because it's like there isn't like a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. But like if they figured out a way to like, because TVs are different basically. Yep. You know, it'd be cool as hell is if they did a way to emulate that in VR. Yeah. Because you, yes. I mean, if you've got yeah. the hands to do the light, you virtual light gun, virtual cabinet, just right. stand Makes in sense. front of it. Yeah. Right. That would be um, really cool. That also seems like a thing that. I don't know how many I don't know how many light guns Sega has. Do they, they do they have a lot of those or is it was, was Time Crisis Sega as well? I can't remember. If I Time Crisis. I was. think that's Bandai or Tecmo. yeah, that might it might be. Yeah. yeah, but somebody's going to jump on that because it's like, I mean, that's a that's a smart use of that. You don't have to buy any peripherals. You don't have to make yep. any plastic stuff to take up shelf space. And it's like license people I mean, know. Sega had that Genesis collection where you were in like a rendered child's bedroom you know yeah. and then you went mm-hmm. over and messed around with the sega games which is a really i think it's a really cool way of packaging that kind of stuff even if you don't actually touch the ori- the original game it's just sort mm-hmm. of like i think the pac-man museum is doing a similar thing where mm-hmm. it's just like basically animal crossing pac-man but then to earn money you play pac-man which is yeah a cool idea i love yeah. i love when they make like this sort of like curated setting for it and it's not just like a list um i also think that they should uh they should well. They just did Monkey Ball one and two recently, which mm-hmm. are like that's two of my favorite Sega games ever. But I think they should do Big Billy Hatcher and his big ass. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see Billy Hatcher come back. I think for me, I'm looking forward to uh, Vanquish. I yes. really loved Vanquish. I was going to say was, like I never messed with that, but that's such is a that good game. Mikami or is that who did that? Uh, I, I think it might have been Platinum with Sega okay, publishing, yeah, yeah. if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, because they bundled it with Bayonetta on the PS store. Right, so right, it right. makes sense if it's both on the same game, uh, our company. Um, but I really love um, Vanquish. That was just so cool being able to slide around the battlefield. I think that's what kind of like got me. That's really what why Apex really sticks with me, because I love just being able to slide around and shoot people in the kneecaps. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just great. Um, and then, you know, I'd love to see Bayonetta 2 come to the other consoles because it's Switch only right now, right? Yeah, I oh, yeah. I would be amazed if that happened because I feel I think Nintendo kind of paid money to bring that one to the finish line. Yeah. Um, but I mean, never say never like this. The, most of our adult lives have been spent watching games that we once thought were exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Mikami before who once offered to cut off his own head if Resident Evil 4 came to any other platform and it came to every other platform. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone. Um, nice. I'm trying to think Sega games that I'd want. I'm, I don't know. They've, they've remastered the hell out of all the Yakuza's. I'm like, I, I'm sure there's some stuff like in the kind of same era as, as Vanquish of just like, 
I guess I want more double A stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like I want more stuff that isn't, you know, their massive, like well-known IPs, but also isn't like super, you know, dumb, deep cut Genesis stuff. Billy like, Hatcher. Somewhere in the middle. Billy big Hatcher. <laughs> big old egg. Egghead. We need that. We need egghead. Um, well, um, I definitely uh, we got news this morning that uh, Final Fantasy seven is going to get some news in the next month um, because they're they're gearing up for showcase it's it was news of news news of news coming news will be news that news is happening yeah so we don't know what that means it's a count a countdown clock to a teaser website <laughs> yes <laughs> good i mean about that, time yeah yes. yeah that's better than knowing nothing right yeah so you know i'm really excited for that i'm hyped for remake part two i loved part one and when the, was part one out part one was 2020 i want to say wow yeah, yeah. Was a, i want to say it was yeah. 2020 and then we got the yuffie expansion 2021 yep. Um, and gosh, I was not expecting that expansion to go as hard as it did. Um, I cried during that expansion. Like it was the the story was so like, I knew what was going to happen (laughs) and I still, it like, it's just the storytelling was just done so well. I love, I love what they've done with the remake and, um, I can't wait for part two. I'm, I'm very excited to see where the story picks up and Mm -hmm. how they, you know, kind of translate the open world stuff. Cause this one was very like, kind of go where you want, but it's still kind of on rails. Like it was. Because it was all chapter based. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is funny because I always bring this up whenever somebody talks about tunnels in Final Fantasy. Like everybody complained about Final Fantasy 13 being all tunnels and stuff like that for the first half of the game. Seven was the same exact thing. Right. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. So like I'm I'm very excited to see where that goes. Um, obviously, we've got 16 that's looming around the corner. So we're waiting to see what that what that's going to you know shake out when we're going to get that. Hopefully this year as well. That would be mm-hmm. a wonderful 2022 holiday. Um, but with that, uh, you know, we're going to start wrapping up. What are you guys playing right now? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Still just chipping away at that. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I, I played like 140 hours at Elden Ring, finished it, loved it, adored it. Game of the year. Um, and then I moved right on to like a Star Wars, which I played for way longer than i should have because i pretty much i I didn't like that you cannot 100 percent that game Mm -hmm. without like really going in and just giving it everything it is if you are like an obsessive collector type which you probably are if you're buying like a a lego LEGO game based on star wars one of the most collectible ips ever made Mm -hmm. um proceed with caution because that's like if you're a completionist that game cool. gave me a tummy ache. Like I definitely yeah. played like I got my fill. Like I played a lot of it and I had a really good time and I was running around collecting everything. And then I just reached a point where I was like, this is this is not even like this is not boring. This is this is aggressively not fun for me right now. I need to stop doing it. Like mm-hmm. it just became like this thing. And it's like it's not the game. It's just that I played too much of it. Like I kind of force yep. fed myself and I was like, I'm I'm full. I'm good. It's very easy back to later. pull the little thread and be like, oh, so uh, it's going to take me 45 minutes to unlock uh, Ponda Baba. Okay, I'll go do that. All right. Well, I should get Dr. Evazon because they were at the bar together. Oh, that's going to take about a half an hour. Okay, but I mean, I, we can't have just like, you know, one, one of the Jizz Whalers singing by himself. So we'll unlock all of the Cantina band. Um, Got to have oh, the whole band. Yeah, and I should, I should get the the Rancor Keeper, Malakili. And I just kept doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden I was like, all right, I don't, there are like so many deep cut characters in this game that I cannot go for. And I like, I just stop, just get up and walk away. So I stopped playing it, but I did, I did enjoy my time with it. Um, maybe there'll be like a DLC thing that gets me back. But for now, I've, I've had my fill and I've just kind of been hopping around to a bunch of different games. I mentioned I got a Steam Deck before. So that's given me an opportunity to sort of just like play through tons of stuff mm. that I've forgotten mm. about. I, I'm playing Max Payne 3, for example. Oh, yeah. Like, nice. Yeah. And it's just like, I was like, oh man, like this is that's why I'm excited for like the PlayStation Plus stuff because I like you're at this point where you're ready to browse and play a bunch yeah. of kind of eclectic. Yeah, like, we're in this like, weird lull with like big giant AAA open world ish games for a little it. while. 
Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of modern games are just really huge and they're a massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not a bad thing, but you're not always in the mood for it. And like, no. yeah. yeah, I'm kind of down to dip into more linear stuff. Like Max Payne three sounds great. Um, I, I just put up a feature of the history of chainsaws in video games, which is a very long, check that out. lot mm, of chainsaws yeah, in games. Really cool. Um, but I did a bunch of capture for that and I was like jumping between different games and I like, I don't know, like I was messing around in doom for the first time and like, the, like the old ones in years. And I was just like, this is kicks ass. This is a good, <laughs> good time. I love to fight Satan in hell, you know, like it's, yeah. it's cool. And like, I don't know, like the original quake, like, and those are things that are on game pass. Um, I guess they're also Microsoft first party now, which is weird, but like, I, smaller games it's nice it's nice to dip into that and be it's, like oh check this out you know? I'm, I'm going to finally commit to hollow knight and i haven't okay. done that yet because there's like i aggressively dislike the first few hours of that game oh same here but everyone has told me like after that mm-hmm. it's like it just keeps going um not necessarily in a great way because apparently it's like really long too but it is there's like, like there's a bunch in the middle there that's like allegedly some of the best metroidvania ever and i've never really given its due diligence and i want to do that see I'm, I'm a big metroidvania fan hollow knight is just one that just did not stick with me like i yeah. got and i'm like and, and mind you i played through it because i started it when ps5 just came out mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot to play i had already platinum bug snacks i was like all right i guess i'll play through hollow knight um and i got i'm like 99 through i finished the game like me lining it but like there's this like pantheon of the gods where it's basically a boss rush right and you have to kill like 20 bosses with like no like like three i think pit stops for healing and it is just so brutally punishing like difficulty wise and i've like i get like 17 18 in the way through it and then i'll die and i'm just like oh well there goes an hour of my time guess i'm restarting this 17 okay, fine. you talk me out of it I'll, um, i'm gonna go back to lego play and... the play no but play the main storyline it's totally great you don't totally don't have to do the pantheon of the gods okay. stuff. it's totally extra just for platinum trophying um hunters you know like if you want the platinum you've got to do it but otherwise you're totally good um but yeah no it's 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 a good solid solid metroidvania um and a lot of people a lot it for a lot of it's like um sequence not really sequence breaking but you can really kind of go and take things in any order you want so it's kind of got a good variety for there um i think for me personally um obviously i've been playing a lot of apex i was talking earlier um i just i jumped into curse of the dead gods which was free on ps plus this month um i took that one that was a lot of fun i played it on switch when it um first came out um and i was like oh well i'll just play it on my playstation now and i am so much worse at it now on my playstation than i'm on my switch for some reason i do not understand how that works um yeah, i don't know if it's just the buttons are just kind of different like i was used to playing it handheld on my switch and so i get something just resonated better on my switch than i do for my playstation the buttons aren't as far away there's a little little tiny yeah, ones that, exactly. less yes. thumb movement involved can, that game was really cool else. i feel like um it came out a couple months or maybe like a year after hades did yeah and so like people had kind of gotten everything they needed from hades yep. but i like that felt like a nice holdover. Like if you wanted more stuff like Hades, that was is a great. Yeah. It's a great. Yes, it's really cool. Yep. Um, cool. And then anything you guys want to plug? Anything that you guys are? No, I mean I just want to thank the audience for sticking with us for 750 episodes, which is utterly insane. Some of you have been here from the start. Some of you uh, joined recently. Some of you, this will be the last episode you ever listened to because it was just. You just hated every second of it. And you know, I think they probably the stopped glasses. listening by now, you know? It's Maybe, probably, I don't know. Some people just got to finish something before they know it's bad. <laughs> the show um, really gets good after the first three seasons. And then it <laughs> up. Just got to get past that intro. Yeah, the, first, start, the first 60 hours of yeah, Beyond right. after that, it gets they, great. They start killing off hosts. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. No, um, no, just thank you. Uh, this is like, on a personal level, it's awesome to be back in the studio recording a show with my friends again. That's been 
I missed that. Um, and there, there was a while there where I wasn't sure if we'd ever really do that. Everybody, everybody kind of scattered to the wind when the pandemic hit. And we literally didn't have an office for a while. We had people being like, how come you're still shooting videos in your d dumb bedroom with your garbage <laughs> behind you? And I'm like, well, I like this garbage. But also because like we literally didn't have an office to come to. And now we do. We're building things back up. Um, and it feels like a like we work at a startup company out there. But yes. it's, it's fun. So we're getting there. So thank you for listening. Thanks for rocking with us um, and being part of the show because it rules. Yeah. Awesome. No, what he said. That's what he good. said. Um, and, I was going to watch Max's chainsaw. Yeah, I was going to plug that. Please go watch that. And also, if you haven't, um, my show Kitbash Creatures, where I make things out of other stuff. I made an Elden Ring one that we put mm. up before Elden Ring, and I feel like nobody watched it because of that. But I made the little pot man, the pot pot for Alexander. Pot. Alexander, it's not Alexander. It's like a little baby. It's oh, a little baby. It's a little one. baby pot. I don't know what I it might as well be little Alexander. Baby jar. Yeah. Alexander has like a, he's kind of got like a more of a like a torso, you know. I did it's not like know a, they a had big names. urn. I feel like you just need to put more bodies into the yes. baby pot, and then more, it'll become more, Alexander. What is it like soiled meat dumplings or yeah, whatever? Did you put exactly. anything in there? Uh, I put some snack mix in there, and then I realized that there's like styrofoam shavings, and I probably shouldn't eat that. So. <laughs> Um, well, awesome. Max, Brian, it was wonderful having you guys on. Uh, thank you to our audience. Thank you to Red Behind the Scenes. Um, it's been a wonderful 750. Um, I hope I get to host more often because I really like hosting. Yeah. Um, so, you know, You're Jonathan, go parasailing and parachuting off mountains <laughs> more often um, because then I get to do this, um, especially when Mark's not here. And uh, we'll, we'll see if he makes it back next week. Um, I do miss Mark because he brings an element of chaos to the show. Um, um, but it's a, you know, it's nice having the limelight. Yeah. If you, um, if, if you want tweet at Mark and say, um, I hope, uh, Splash Mountain is working and you could get down from the top of the waterfall Actually, it probably too, too confusing for him to read because he's up there and it's oh, you know, yeah. the glare. Just mm -hmm. send him pictures of Splash Mountain. That's, you know, right. <laughs> so that, that'll be easier for him to understand what's going he, on. That's <laughs> Mark Medina. Uh, just, you know, send him tons of pictures. So you can, the animatronics too, you know, the aforementioned Brer Rabbit is always a good crowd pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for beyond, I am Jada Arena, Jada underscore Arena. Brian is Agent Bizzle. That's right. And Max is, I do not know your Twitter just, handle. Just Max Scoville. Max Scoville. There yeah. we go. He just keeps it easy for me. having a day when I made those things. You know what? Hey, uh, simplicity is best. Um, so from all three of us, you guys, thank you very much. And beyond. 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 Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>